0: Brand new to 91.9 CFM, it's your feel-good drive home with Ellie and Taz. Hello, podcasters. Hey, poddies. Potties or or casters?
1: I suppose casters makes more sense, you know, because potty sounds like the episodes itself, Mm. episode itself. Like this is a potty, or I listen to a potty on the weekend. Whereas if you are the listener of The Body... Yeah, you're a caster. You're a caster. Yeah. There you go. Um, hey,
2: <laughs>
1: today's show is a bit more upbeat. We're a bit uh, we're a bit tired because we had a big day of investigative journalism today. You'll hear how that went down very soon.
0: Yeah, gorgeous. Uh, Bullcock Beach terrorised, but we decided to get to the bottom of that. Sorry, just a little burp there. <sighs> Sorry about that. We're
1: burping. Oh. We're... Lack of energy. It's it's not... He it picks up from here, I promise. You know
0: why? You know why? why? It's because why? right now, when we are talking, out there, I'm pointing to the sort of communal area of our workplace. There's a party going on.
1: Yeah. It's been
0: going on now for two and a half hours. It's said to go on into the night. We were technically invited, but they, they organised the party during our showtime. Yeah. Oh, hang on a second.
1: Oh! Cheese sticks, I are know. Here.
0: I know mics are on. I know we're Cheese recording our podcast intro. However, oh, we Jordy. will not turn away a charcuterie board from the lovely Jordana. We're, not, we're just doing
1: our podcast intro. Can so. you get me one of those
0: breadsticks, Ellie?
1: Thank you. I'll come out, yeah, you can be oh. you on the podcast, Jordy. You're not on the. Oh, what is this? Oh, no, I want this one.
0: Thank you. Oh, lovely. What have you got there, Ellie? Um, I have
1: a bit of cheese and a oh. bit of salami. You
0: can't not take a strawberry, firstly. Thank you very much, Geordie. And I will grab. I'm going to grab one of these because I never have those. Oh.
1: Hey, Geordie, oh. pull a pull a mic across. You used to be Hang you on. used to be on our opposition station, but currently you're
2: not. So we can get you on our podcast. Yeah, oh, wow,
1: lovely Love to be here <laughs>
2: as you guys are crunching away. <laughs> Hi everyone.
1: How you been? How's your summer?
2: oh yeah, Christmas and summer are the same thing. I don't know mm. if I ever get my head around it, but you guys have to stop singing White Christmas. Make mm. it easier for me.
1: Mm. I agree. It's rude. I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> this is lovely, isn't it? It's beautiful. I just lay mm. like broccoli, you know, just quiet. You lay like broccoli? Yes, yeah, in the movie Pretty Woman. She's like, let's just be still. Lay like broccoli. Oh. She's like, just lie still, I assume. Broccoli is quite a firm vegetable,
1: I suppose, except for when you steam it, then it goes really (laughs) soft. Yeah, well, the Brits only know how
2: to to (laughs) to mutilate vegetables. It was green, and now it's just some kind of beige. Yeah, they love a steamed veggie over there, don't they? We don't like any of the nutrients left in our vegetables when we cook them. It's actually the healthiest way to eat a vegetable,
1: apparently.
0: No, it's not. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, unless you steam it too much. Then the nutrients go. You
0: like to have very bland looking (laughs) food. I don't know how it tastes, but it always looks bland.
2: It tastes pretty bland too, to be honest. Mm. It's
0: strawberry's good though.
2: Consistency though, that's what it sounds like you're cooking. Consistency.
1: Absolutely, exactly. I got my meat and five veg. Five veg? Two fruit and five veg. Meat. This. <laughs> this is, oh, I think I'm about to eat in my salon. This
0: might be the loosest podcast intro ever. We don't understand how podcasts work. We're used to the radio world instead.
2: Mm. <laughs> Welcome to a podcast where we are loose and consistent and oversteamed.
0: Jo- 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 Jordi, what's it like out there in the party? What are we missing right now?
2: Well, Mike was being strangled by a snake, mm. but you know what? He kind of liked it, liked the attention, so he's fine with it. Mm-hmm. And a new He's accessory. into some
0: kinky stuff, old oh, Mike. Mm.
2: I've not seen him without a reptile tonight. <laughs> so, okay. you know, um, a... Bex has managed to spill anything on his show. Is ship. he here? He is. He's paid a visit. Mm. and Bex
0: is here?
2: I suppose he's a client now. What's he doing here? Oh, why hasn't <laughs> he popped That's in he and tried to get down. on air? <laughs> the theme colour seems to be green as well, but oh, yep. everyone's having a good time. Okay. Is there anyone like loose? Is anyone really, can you tell mm. if anyone's drunk?
0: Who's the loosest?
2: One to um... British Barry seems very chill. Yeah. Yeah,
0: thirty is what we call him.
2: Yeah, good old free 3.30. But then, yeah. that's just him, isn't it? That's just him. That's just that's him. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, he's, I mean. He rocks
0: up to work like that. <laughs>
2: it's the only way to work in sales.
1: <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll
2: this Podcast
1: up. Yeah. Oh, Jody, thanks for the food. Thanks We've for got coming a show to play in a second.
0: Yeah, You're welcome.
1: Exactly, exactly. He wants some
2: more charcuterie. Yeah, let's get into that. I got All more up.
0: cheese, more breadstick to eat.
1: Enjoy the podcast.
0: It's Ellie and Taz for the Drive home. We had an exciting morning. We didn't know whether both of us were going to make it to the show this mm. afternoon.
1: Absolutely not. We uh, effectively, Tazzy, put our lives on the line.
0: Well, you didn't put much lifelining.
1: Okay. Right. Uh, well, I did, though. I was there for moral support, thank you very much. So there's a
0: little bit of backstory that we kind of need for this. There is. If you are on the Caloundra Community Board on Facebook, lovely lady by the name of Denise, mm-hmm. posted a couple of days ago, you may have seen it, it's done the rounds actually nationwide with, mm-hmm. sto- with uh, newspapers and news stories picking it up, is there's some sort of human flesh-eating fish
1: yeah, at says. Bull Cockby. She was in the water Mm. and she was bitten on the leg twice than a third time. Blood was running down her leg. The bites were all down the side of her leg in the same spot. Has anyone else had a similar experience or can throw any light on fish that are attracted to human flesh?
0: Now, typical community board, they've gone way (laughs) overboard with the descriptions. (laughs) However, Denise obviously had blood drawn. Yeah. From something that lives in the ocean.
1: Absolutely.
0: There's plenty of
1: things that'll do that. So we thought, let's put our investigative journalist mm. caps on and go to the scene <sighs> of the crime. <laughs> Alright Tazzy, we have arrived at Bullcock Beach to yeah. test out Denise's theory. Yeah,
0: look, it's very scary down here. Families are enjoying themselves <laughs> uh, in the beautiful sunshine. It's it's just horrendous.
1: Little do they know that there's a flesh-eating fish just swimming around.
0: I know, it's only a matter of time before it gets someone.
1: I just saw a fish jump! I just saw a massive fish jump. How big? How big? I kid you not, like, it was, like, the size of my forearm.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's at least three or four centimetres (laughs) long. You're tiny. Okay, I don't want to get in anymore.
1: Should I get a rod out? Excuse me. Hey, Tazzy, can you hear that? Yeah. There's a child crying over there. Do you think Uh. that they were bitten by the flesh-eating fish? I hope not. I did just hear the dad say she's broken her bucket, so that could be why she was crying. (laughs) But still. All right, I'm going to jump in the water. Okay. Let's see if I survive. All right, do toes first, Taz, toes first. Okay, your toes are in. Oh, jeez, you're going in with a lot of confidence here. You to scare it away. Okay, well, don't. We need. You're the bait. We need it to come oh. to you,
0: okay? Hey, fishy, fishy, fishy. All right. Hey, fishy, fishy, fishy. Taz, has got some, some yummy flesh for you. And a little bit on me as a nice little tasty drumstick, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, this is an anti-climax. There's nothing here, Ellie. Really. Okay, all right, Nothing's put
1: your head in. Put your head under. Go Go all the way in, bro. Come mm. on.
0: Nah, I couldn't see anything. What are do we calling,
1: think? Are you calling Denise a liar?
0: <laughs> Am I allowed to?
1: Absolutely not. We love Denise. With nah, all we love our Denise. Listeners. This is
0: one of our favourites.
1: I mean, could this be the Sunshine Coast's Loch Ness Monster?
0: Could oh, it be that only very so. few
1: people get to see the flesh eating fish?
0: Nah, nothing down at Bullcock Beach. I'm going to declare it. Safe. Safe for swimming, which is lucky because, yeah, families have been swimming here all day, so. So
1: you go.
0: Hard-hitting journalism from those two. Honestly. Keep up the good work, lads
1: and girl. (laughs) So if you happen to see a flesh-eating fish, we couldn't find it um, at Ballcock Beach, then let us know about it, please. Yeah,
0: 100%. The 10 seconds I was under the water, I mean, mean, it didn't get
1: me. (laughs) It's so So weird.
0: On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. Taz, Hmm.
1: I don't like to think that I've got a super low level of intelligence. However, She doesn't
0: like to think that, everybody.
1: (laughs) Sometimes. The evidence (laughs) is there for all to see. What happened this time?
0: I haven't look, I haven't spent time with you for twenty four hours. What could possibly have well, gone wrong? Well, this in that actually time? happened
1: over my summer holidays. Okay, good. Um, but I've been waiting to bring it to the show at the right time, and I feel like I can't hide it anymore. Um, I was hanging out with my little nephew over the holidays, yeah. and he's only two, nearly three. No, sorry, he's just turned three. Yeah, he's just turned that's three. That's
0: how numbers
1: work, Yep. <laughs> See, low intelligence. <laughs> and um, so he's gotten to the age where he can speak a little bit, like he can kind of say sentences. Great. We had a great old time, flying kites and what whatnot.
0: Yeah, yep. a little bit of small talk. Did he chat about the weather?
1: He did not chat about the weather. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I save that for my, when I'm on the radio, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to family about the weather. Um, and so he needed a nappy put on because mm-hmm. he'd woken up from his nap not wearing one and yeah. he's in between toilet training whatever mm-hmm. and as you know I don't have children and I'm not very good with nappies I've tried to change one once and vomited <laughs> <laughs> When I did it.
0: Yeah, that's up on our socials. It was about six months ago, if you want to see
2: it.
1: Yeah, so I didn't complete the task. Mm. So I <laughs> laid a little Lu- Luca down yeah. and went and got the nappy. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I can do here this. Here we go. Here we go. Here. Took the jocks off, put them aside. They no had,
0: cameras on me this time. I
1: had a little skid mark in the jocks. It was gross. So I just put that aside and waited for my brother to get home.
0: Don't need that at 3.42 in so the sorry. afternoon. So
1: sorry. Oh, I'm painting a picture, okay? Please don't. I had to live. So it. was he, so... <laughs> So anyway, I start putting the nappy on and I realise I don't actually really know what I'm doing here. And so I thought, well, here I've got someone who has done this heaps of times. Luca has had a nappy put on so many times. Yeah, he can do it. He can say enough words. (laughs) So I had to be like, hey, Luca, do the straps go at the front or at the back, which, and he's like, Auntie Ellie, you've got to put the straps down the bottom and then pull them up. So sure enough, he was right. I did it. And then I realised I just had a three-year-old teach me how to do something.
0: I know where this is going.
1: I was like, how does a three-year-old know how to do something I don't? And then in the same vein, my other nephew, yeah. who's two years old and is being brought up bilingual, and my yeah. sister-in-law is Norwegian. Did he teach
0: you Pythagoras theorem? He
1: taught me how to count to ten in Norwegian. And he's 2 <laughs>
0: five, four, five, double one nine one nine. Kid brainiacs of the sunny coast, teach us something.
1: Yeah, if you're a kid and you think you know something that us adults do not know, give us a call, 545 11919 and teach us something.
0: If you can... If you can teach us something, kids, Sea Life Family Pass coming your way.
1: Absolutely. Or on the flip side, if you're an adult and you've had a kid teach you something lately and you feel
0: really <laughs> stupid because
1: of it, then please call us as well.
0: We are looking for smart kids to teach us something this afternoon because we are giving away a Sea Life Family Pass. Is this Emily?
1: Hello. Hello, Emily, you smart little chicken. Tell us, um, what are you going to teach us today?
2: Did you know that Red MM's? Are uh, squashed up from a bug that are in the shape of a beetle and the bright red that look like a raspberry.
0: Hang on a second, there is a lot to dissect here, <laughs> Emily. So hang on, red M and M's are made of crushed red bugs. Is that what you're saying? That
1: look like a beetle. Yes. Yeah. How
0: do you know all of this,
1: Emily? Oh God, she doesn't want to give us. She's just su- after she's the family pass. She's not revealing her sources. Absolutely not. Emily, you still oh, there? I have my ways. Pardon? I have my ways. She has her ways. She has her She, ways. Has her she ways. legitimately <laughs> is not fulfilling <laughs> her sources.
0: All right, five, four, five, double <laughs> one nine one nine. Are you a smart cookie? A kid that can teach her something this afternoon. Get your name down in the drawer for the Sea Life Family Pass. Can you beat Emily's red M&M fact.
1: Isn't a spy? What is happening? I have my sources. I have my (laughs) sources. Creepy. It's
0: Ellie and Taz for the drive home. Now, there might be a little bit like the some people can smell ants theory.
1: Can not everyone smell ants? I've
0: never been able to smell ants. Are you kidding me? Not everybody can do it. It's one of those things sort of like a 50-50. You might be one of these people that can relate to this story I'm about to share. Okay. Bookstores can make you want to poop. Being in a bookstore can make you want to go to the bathroom.
1: Mm.
0: Do you want some science or are you happy to just leave it at that?
1: Okay. No, let me spitball for a bit about why this could be so.
0: Okay. Well, it's called the Marioko, no, yeah, Marioko Aoki phenomenon.
1: Uh, Of course, the Marioki. Yeah, I know it well.
0: Uh, It's named after a Japanese woman who actually brought up this in 1985. Mm -hmm. She brought it forward. She went, this is something that I feel when I'm in bookstores. I need to go.
1: Is it because when you are relaxing, you read a book, and therefore, oh, when you're gosh. around books, your body feels relaxed? Sunny, cosy, oh, good. Nailed
0: it? No, you, you've you've, saw, you've got very close. Um, there is an expert in the field of like body movements and things, and like the the psychology behind what we need to do and when mm-hmm. uh, it can be. He says that this is all, also can be experienced in parks and museums. <laughs> Because the wealth of information you receive in museums and the peace you feel in gardens can trigger an automatic response in your gut. So because it's quite peaceful, maybe there's quiet music, you're thinking maybe you're a bit in a library or something, you've always assumed this is a quiet, safe space.
1: I am not. I would much rather be in a garden than in a toilet. You know, like I'm not feeling more relaxed in a toilet than I am in a garden you know, if it's about evoking a feeling of relaxation, yeah. chuck me in the garden. I don't need to poop. But you're chuck not going, me in the toilet, I'm a bit stressed, you're to not gonna
0: Are you really? It you're stressed just, in the
1: bathroom. I don't feel comfortable there. I'm not just settling in for a long day. You know, like I'm not just going to pull my book out and start reading it.
0: Well, there's also the opposite. There are some experts that think it's the opposite. They Mm. think it's also stress-released. So if you're around books, you might get taken back to a time where you are stressing. University, high school, you might be studying for tests and that might then stress you out just subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And therefore, if you're stressed or if you're about to do public speaking or whatever, some people need to do a nervous week. (laughs) It's a little bit like that.
1: I mean, the only bookstore that comes to mind is, is the one in the plaza. Right. And I, d- <laughs> I don't get relaxed in there because I just start laughing because if there's there's a certain spot that right. you can stand at yes. where when you look into the bookstore in the plaza, QB, QB, QBD, QB, QBD yeah, I think yeah, it is, yeah. and there's a sign on the window on the like side of the bookstore yes. that says new titles, right, where right. are the new book titles, okay. except there's like a pillar in between. So if you stand at the... Right angle. Yes, the L and the E are hidden. Right from the word title, and it looks like it says "new tits." <laughs> and so I'm laughing in that bookstore. I, I don't thought, need to
0: pop. I really thought me and this bookstore story was coming at it from the lowest possible, uh, <laughs> lowest possible angle. No. There is a new low, a new low in the show.
1: Next time you're in the plaza, no, somebody goes, no, honestly, no. go stand at this right angle and you'll see the new tits stick, and you'll giggle, <laughs> I promise.
0: On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home.
1: Hey! launching another new game called Words in Your Mouth Wednesdays.
0: That's right. That's right. We love alliteration on this show. How it works is it's like the board game Taboo, if you've ever played that. So we have two listeners on hold right now. They can't hear us and they need to pretty much unlock this week's password.
1: Yeah. We are going to let you know, mm. Sunny Coast, what the word is. And yep. then we're going to coax them using one word at a time to try and say what we're thinking of okay so today's word Tazi yes. is donut
0: all right the first person to say that word in response to our clues will win let's get the two callers on the line right now that we are playing with we've got Paul from Biwa and Aaron
1: from Malula Valley g'day guys Hey, how are Hello. you guys? Hello. You two are upbeat and fun. I feel like this is going to be a fun game.
0: Yeah, love it. Paul, Erin, hey, you guys, um, this is the way this works, all right? It's like the game of taboo. We've just told the listeners what you guys need to say, but we're going to take turns and hopefully, through our one-word clues, going to make sure that one of you says the word that we're after. Does that sort of make sense? Yep.
1: All right, okay. So we get a teammate each, Teammate each. Yep. Tassie. Who do you want to be your teammate? Paul. Paul's on my team. Oh, it's boys versus girls, Erin. That oh, means I love it. you're up with me, sister. I'm going to try oh, and coax you it. to say the word we're thinking of. So it's one word. That's all you got to say. It's kind of word yeah. association. Let's give it a try. We're
0: going to give you clues. So, Erin, you'll start. So, Ellie will be giving the first clue of one word. Paul, what we're hoping is Erin doesn't get this right and we get a chance at the cash, all right?
1: All <laughs> right. All right. Here we go, Erin. Sugar Ooh. Sweet
0: No, it's not sweet, Correct. Paul. All right, Paul, we're rubbing our hands together right now, mate. Um we're gonna be we're after the same word, but I'm gonna give you a different clue. King. Uh,
1: cane? Cane, did you say?
2: Mm.
0: Don't mind it, but it's... No, it's not the one. All right, let's go back to Erin.
1: Yep. Hole. Did you say hole, did you? I did say hole, yes. Now, Mm -hmm. bear in mind, it's the Um, same word that we're trying to get you guys to say, Okay. Donut.
0: She's done well. Oh, my
1: goodness. Are you kidding me, Erin? You have just come out of the gates.
0: Sugar, king and hole. The password (laughs) for today was donut. Congratulations, Erin.
2: Oh,
1: thank you so much. I yeah. awesome. thought was just like a complete fluke. I was thinking, whole oh, donut, that's sweet, you know, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, a bagel's not sweet. So, yep. well, you know, it could be, you know, you could get like the blueberry bagels. And oh, God, like she's, so, you know, yeah.
0: she's good. <laughs> she, she's really good.
1: Hey, Paul, thank you
0: so much for playing, mate. Unfortunately, we got nothing for you. All good. We'll get them yeah, next time, buddy.
1: Oh, love you, mate. And another chance at playing Words in Your Mouth. Will it be back next week? Well, we'll have to see whether the boss likes it or (laughs) not, I suppose.
0: Brand new to 91.9 CFM, it's your feel-good drive home with Ellie and Taz. One of my favourite stories that that I've come across today on the internet. Uh, I love Aussies performing on an international level. Yeah. Luckily, uh, down in Tasmania, we have Kathleen Murray. Hey, Kath. Her garden took out the top prize in an international competition. For the world's ugliest lawn.
1: Oh, come at me, Kathleen, because you should see mine.
0: (laughs) What's wrong? What's wrong with your lawn? Take us through it.
1: Uh, Mine is only like two by two. It's Mm -hmm. a very small little patch of grass. You've got like a
0: little townhouse thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I've got like a little courtyard, Mm -hmm. and um. The, the lawn isn't so much a lawn as it is just a conglomeration of different types of weeds <laughs> that we just whippersnip down to look yeah. green enough to be grass. At least
0: you're putting effort into the whippersnipping <laughs> of the weeds down. Because otherwise
1: it's a forest. Yeah.
0: So this one is very dusty. <laughs> there is hardly any grass left on this thing. The picture that she submitted is just Kathleen standing in the middle of this dirt patch oh, with a couple warm. of tufts. Dry tufts. She said it's dirt written dirt dirt ridden and dry. Now, what she won is hilarious. So the prize for mm. so the world's ugliest lawn for 2024 is a second-hand t-shirt oh. donated by the previous winner. Oh. So they're handing down a shirt <laughs> that says Proud Owner of the World's Ugliest Lawn. So every year this shirt's just gonna change hands between people that have this ugly lawn in the world.
1: Like the sisterhood of the travelling ugly lawns. Now, she
0: has a couple of um, bandicoots to thank for ruining her lawn. She says, look, I have three wild bandicoots who've uh, taken over my property, taking away all the greenery. She calls them her wildlife of mass destruction or WMDs.
1: Classic bandicoots.
0: Uh, She says, I used to think they invaded my lawn, but I realised that they actually liberated me from ever having to mow it again.
1: Is that the key, is it, Kathleen? Should I be getting some bandicoots in my little Marichidor courtyard? Yeah, go get Crash to help you out. I tell you what, I've had a bush turkey.
0: Have you? Yes. You've only got two metres of weed lawn and you...
1: And in the whole of the Sunshine Coast that that bush turkey had to choose from to nest, (laughs) it chose my two-by-two patch of dirt.
0: Well, next year you can enter the world's ugliest lawn. It's actually all for a good cause as well. So the company behind it is trying to show that people don't have to use as much water on their lawns. They want to try and make the ugly lawns good so that people aren't watering their lawns as much, just wasting all that water worldwide.
1: Okay, so they make ugly lawns good by Mm -hmm. making people wear ugly, dirty shirts that have been passed on from person to person. I mean, the logic's there, Tazzy. (laughs) The logic is there. It's Ellie and Taz on 91.9
0: CFM.